Music is something that brings people together, and podcasts are becoming that way too. Like music, there are millions of podcast genres out there, but no one is doing it as well as today's guest. Today on the Going Off Topic Podcast, the Rock Paper Podcast. Welcome to the Going Off Topic Podcast, part of the Anything But Credible Network. I'm your host, Kyle Fauché, and joining me in the studio, a very special guest, and possibly the hardest working podcaster around, Shane from the Rock Paper Podcast. What's going on, man? How hey, you doing? Hey, man. Good to be here. Yeah, this is uh, our first... You're our first guest outside of the Anything But Credible Network. Yeah, I uh, I know uh, Killa K. I know he's been uh, yeah. on, and uh, but yeah, no, I'm excited, man. I'm, I'm honored that uh, to be included. Of course. So when, in, uh, in history, when people look back and we're, uh, we're making millions of dollars and people say, who was the first guest? outside of the Enemy Credible Network on on the Going Off Topic podcast. They're going to remember your name, your podcast. We're both going to be there together. There it is, man. Yeah. All right. So uh, we have you on uh, for mo- multiple different reasons, but uh, there is a, at the end of this podcast, there's going to be a big uh, a big reason why you're here, going to be promoting something, but we're not going to jump into that quite yet. Uh, to start off, how many podcast episodes have you released now off the top of your head? Can you remember? Uh, I think 721 went out last. My goodness. Something like that. Yeah. That's what I thought. I was looking at your, uh, your Facebook and I thought it was, I thought, I think 721, you're right on it. Yeah. And then I've got a few others recorded that will be coming out this week. And, um, but yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm sitting at 721 right yeah. now. So I think I've done, I think this is maybe 25 and I, I, I can't even remember how many I've done and you're sitting at 720 <laughs> and you you remember every one. So that, that's, it's impressive. And, uh, I, I just, how do you find the time to do, I guess you make the time, you know, sure. you, you, lo- you love doing it. You oh make yeah. The time to do it, get you out, get you to meet all these, all these cool people. That's one of the coolest things I think about your, uh, that I like really about your podcast is the people that you meet, the people you interview. Um, I think, you know, it goes both ways. You're helping them and they're helping you. It's a cool, uh, it's definitely a cool kind of gig, I guess you got going on. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's a giant networking tool for sure. Like Allows me to meet all sorts of different people, get to share their songs and stories, and uh, I mean, I'm having a blast doing it, man. That's why I'm still, still doing it after five years now. So yeah, that is yeah, that is impressive. So uh, like I said, we will jump into the big reveal, and we'll we'll talk a little bit more about your podcast here towards the end. But I have a couple questions that that we're going to start with. Uh, how did you get started podcasting? You know, what got you into it? And going off of that question, how did you choose? the rock paper podcast name and where did you get the idea for the podcast okay well uh i guess really the big first uh was i i was going to a lot of uh going to the funny bone a lot okay i was hanging out there like pretty much every sunday all right and i got to become real good friends with uh, a lot of our local comics who have, have in turn have been on the show now and uh but this one particular night i met jay larson down there and he was tra- uh, you know touring comic coming through and and we got to talking and he's at the end of the night, he's like, Hey, check out my podcast. Well, it was one of those things. Obviously everybody had iTunes on there, you know, and stuff and you'd see podcasting and it was like, I'd always saw it on there, but really didn't know anything about it. Didn't know where to start. Didn't know, sure. you know, anything about it. So hearing, you know, I was like, well, I already like Jay. So I was like, I'll go check it out. So I went and, uh, listened and, uh, fell in love with it, man. I thought it, I always, uh, Every and I got to where it was like every Tuesday they put out a new episode of uh, the Crab Feast with Jay Larson and Ryan Sickler, so it was like my my work schedule. I started to like 
always getting excited. Like, oh man, Tuesday, new yeah. episode and go to, go to work and listen to it. And it was, and then that introduced me to a couple others, uh, about last night with, uh, Adam Ray and Brad Williams, another a, a similar format, uh, two comedians talking to a third comedian most times. Okay. And, uh, so I just, uh, really enjoyed it. And one day my buddy, Chris Bumeter, uh, who I started the show with, he, you know, we're going on Facebook and hey, he's like, anybody want to do a podcast? And I'm like, yeah, man. I was like, that, was, that sounds like a lot of fun. Like I'd already, you know, like I said, the, the format had been growing in popularity, uh, Behind before that though, I guess I should mention also I, I was doing a lot of writing. I was I uh, started a local music blog that I was okay. doing for a bit. Cool. I got some attention for that, and I started writing for like this radio uh, thing, and just doing some online content for them. And I basically I was doing like local music album review type of stuff. And awesome. I, yeah. But it got to the point where you know I'm not a great writer. I was doing it to help my friends out. It was something I was I enjoyed doing, but. I wanted to let the music speak for itself. So an audio format made sense like yeah. m- to move to that into podcasting. And so when Chris said that, I was like, well, I got all these friends already in music. Let's start with that. And, uh, you know, that's where it started. The idea kind of snowballed from there. Um, so we, uh, me and Chris were kind of buddies through school and we went, uh, I just went in Best Buy after that. We, we set a uh, Starbucks one afternoon, kind of, uh, just brainstorming kind of what we're going to do, what, how we want to do this and stuff. And, and we, um, we, I think we threw it on Facebook and we were, we had a couple ideas. We had this like different nineties type of, uh, nostalgia kind of names and different things we were coming out, kind of playing off of, but rock paper podcast was on there and that was a runaway winner with the fan votes and stuff. Nice. All of our friends were like, that's it. And we're like, all right, cool. Yeah, there there sure. it is. So, um, so we ran with that and then, uh, Went and bought a mic, went down to Chris's basement and recorded episode one, and and that was it, man. So uh, nice. Chris, uh, Chris uh, did a show about a year with me with the show, and then he um, also he had a second child along that in that time, and just you know kind of got burnt out a little bit and stepped away from it. And sure. so after that, I started recording all the time, and that's that's how I got to like seven hundred something. I started just. I had a lot of free time and started recording all the time. So yeah, that, yeah, that's awesome. That's yeah. like like the one thing. Like I said, uh, I I really enjoy the idea of, of talking to you know mostly local artists, but also people that are coming through town. Um, and just the name itself. I mean, it's it's definitely unique. There's not you know you don't hear that ever. So I, it's yeah. a really cool name. It's definitely Thanks, unique. Uh, well, I didn't want it to be like the St. Louis music podcast yeah. or whatever because i i wanted it to be open to anything and sure so that's uh but i mean that's i i focus mostly on st louis music but, yeah yeah but yeah i just with that name i could do whatever i wanted pretty much yeah that's that's what I was, that's actually gonna be my next question you mainly focus on music but you also do some comedy yeah. as well yeah and i've had uh various other people along the way um like steve ewing's been on we talked about music obviously but we also talked about steve's hot dogs mostly on one episode talking about the restaurant we had I had the guys from Gorilla Street Food on talking about oh, cool. food. Yeah. Um, I've had uh, you know people from charities and different uh, all sorts of different walks of life. So it's like anybody I just think would be interesting to talk to. I keep it open to that, but the primarily ninety ninety five percent of it probably is music. Yeah, so, so. that's a perfect segue there. Like that ninety five percent you said. What got you so into the music scene? So kind of ingrained, um, and you know how did how did you get to kind of know these people? Was it just going to concerts, going to venues and just hanging out, trying to meet people or, or how did you get so involved sure. in that scene? That was, a, that was the gist of it. Okay. Was, uh, uh, so really kind of snowballed from, 
high school, I had a couple of friends that started getting out and playing original music after school. Um, mainly, uh, exit seven, 14 and hollow point heroes. Those were, uh, two bands. I really followed a lot, um, through, you know, my, my, uh, early twenties and stuff. They started playing a lot down at pops, getting into okay. the road to point fest battle, the bands type of stuff. And of course, you know, you go there and you support them, but then you get to see four or five other bands. And then I'm like, well, I like these guys a lot too, what they're doing. And I'll go and start following them to their shows and, you know, and so on. So, um, I started, you know, obviously, uh, I had to talk a lot. So I start talking to these guys and introduce myself and you'd see them around at all the other shows. And so they all just became buddies and just kept growing from there. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, so it was natural progression. Like I say, when I moved into the, uh, wanting to talk to people, I already had a, a giant list of friends that over the several years I've been, you know, before I started the show that, uh, so it was easy to start talking music with them. Cool. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just a completely off topic question, but are you a native St. Louisan? You're from the St. Louis area? Yeah. Wentz- okay. Wentzville, born and raised. Okay, cool. There, yeah. So I'm a little outside of the city, but yeah. Okay. Uh, this is a question that, that uh, Dugan and I have gone over before. When you're listening, you know, do you listen to more music or do you listen to more podcasts? You know, how, how would you say your, your listening breakdown is? If you have to give a, a percentage idea. It, it really depends on the day and the time of night and okay. stuff. Cause like I'll listen to a ton of music, especially if I'm like getting hyped up a little bit sure. or whatever it is, you know, Friday night I'm, and I'm uh wanting to feel, you know, a little more uh, alive and I'll listen to a bunch of good music and stuff. But, uh, you know, at the afterwards, after listening to going to a big loud rock show, I like to listen to a nice podcast okay. or, or something, just kind of decompress a little bit, you know, because after you've listened to loud rock and roll all night, so. <laughs> sure. Um, so yeah, there it's you know really a mix, and I'm, and my music taste is all over the place too. Like I'll go from, you know, something super heavy to, you know, singer songwriter acoustic, yeah, you know, kind of stuff, whatever. So it's like I really all over the place with my music taste too. So. So yeah, with that, um, do you listen to mainly, you know, people that you're interviewing or do you, do you also kind of dip into the, I mean, I don't want to say more like mainstream cause that makes it sound kind of bad, but you know, like, uh, I guess we'll say mainstream, but you know, people that you kind of interview or do you kind of go back and forth or, uh, most of what I listen to today are friends of mine. Okay. Um, just cause I love their music. Yeah. I mean, let alone their, their buddies of mine, but they're making incredible music too. So, yeah. uh, so yeah. Primarily, most of my playlist is made up of St. Louis music and friends of my, friends of the show. I do listen to a lot of you know going to do my homework before an episode or something. I'll go listen to a, somebody's record or sure whatever it is to prepare. So I'll listen to a lot of those too. Uh, but I do try to stay current. I try to stay you know and I have an idea of what especially if I, as I'm talking to other artists that are going you know sh- you know what they're striving for and stuff. I have some sort of frame of reference to compare to. So I try to stay fairly current, but they're still tons of you know national acts that i'm not any you know just go aren't on my radar yeah i don't just not my thing and but um so yeah i I guess mostly mostly st louis music is what i'm listening to okay cool so that kind of jumps into our next question um five bands or musical acts that we should be listening to that we're not right now um whether it's you know like you said the st louis scene or uh, somebody that's maybe a little bit more underground, who would you recommend your, your top five right now that we should be listening to? All right. Well, I tried to do uh, a little mix for you. Okay. Try to give you an, uh, a pretty wide range of what, what I listen to and, uh, what, what I think is, uh, 
you know, so I mixed uh, some national stuff in here too. But first, cool. first off, probably my favorite record of 2018. Um, guy, his name is Nick Gusman. Okay. He's a St. Louis native singer songwriter. He's got a record called Dear Hard Times that came out last year and just uh, phenomenal. He's, uh, I mean, I, I told him to his face, like, you're one of my favorite writers, not just St. Louis, but like all time. Like, I just, I love what he's doing. He's just got that classic, you know, Bob Dylan-esque type of feel, you know, just a great song, singer-songwriter, just really natural form. And um, so anyway, he's definitely one to check out. Okay, His record is cool. everywhere on CD, vinyl, or digital, whatever you whatever you want to get. But, awesome. Um, so yeah, um, and he plays out around St. Louis all the time. So you can go yeah. see him everywhere. Uh, so another uh, probably second favorite record of the year for, of, of 2018 was my buddy ATG, he's uh, a hip hop artist. Okay. He also is the front man for uh, Discrepancies, who are kind of a uh, rap rock group out of St. Louis. Cool. Uh, which so that's his that's his band. But this was uh, this project focused mainly on just the hip hop side of what okay. he, what he wanted to do. And uh, and uh, quick shout out, he just opened up for Tech Nine the other night. Oh, nice! So that was a really huge opportunity for him. Yeah, uh, that's get, awesome. Getting yeah. to share the stage with one of his heroes and. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he's, uh, it's an, it's a fantastic album and it's got a bunch of my friends on it too, which is even cooler. Like, you know, just like he's got a lot of features. There's one track in particular, um, called midnight train that features like scrub and my buddy Gabe from Skybrent white on vocals and, uh, peanut from common Jones. And just like, it's just like all the homies on one track. Nice. And it's, it's pretty, it's pretty great. So yeah, that's what, yeah, I'm, I'm a, a hip hop guy. So I'll definitely, uh, as as you name these these art artists, I'm writing them down because yeah. I know I need to expand my my music well, he, uh, musical taste. So, well, so ATG is Antonio the Great. That's his. Okay. Uh, that's the full name. But yeah, every, you can find it everywhere on, under ATG. Uh, it might actually it might be on Spotify. It's Antonio the Great. Cool. Either, either way, if you have trouble with it, one of those ways will work. Awesome. Uh, but uh, yeah, and, and if you if you want to get a little heavier rock side of it, uh, discrepancies is a ton of fun too. Those guys are doing big things. So opening. Uh, uh, they're on the road now doing a bunch of stuff with uh these like uh all the rock festivals and stuff okay uh, rock, yeah. Rocklahoma and whatever and nice different things so yeah um okay well one um and uh i'll i'll get into some more about later but amanda fish is uh one of my favorites uh right now she's more uh into blues rock she's like a hard heavy blues rock style uh like she's a power trio. She plays bass and sings in the band and she, uh, just won 2019's blues music award for best emerging artist album. Nice. So okay. uh, it was nice to get a little, uh, national recognition. And, uh, I don't know if you get into it, but, um, little Steven from, uh, East street band, uh, okay. Bruce, Bruce yeah. Springsteen's band. And I'm, I think he's on like Sopranos or something yeah, yep. too and yep. stuff, but he, uh, he was actually the one that handed her the awards. So oh, wow. That, so that was, uh, I'm sure that was a really a cool moment for yeah. her too. Yeah, but, absolutely. Uh, but uh, so she's doing big things, and uh, one of my just favorite acts to watch right now. She's so I would highly encourage you to catch a live show when you do because she's just a ton of fun to watch live. Okay. Um, and let's uh, another uh, so number four on my list is Bleach, and these kids. Uh, and I, I, I'm I don't say it to be mean or anything but they're 16 17 years old they're they're kids to me and they 
kick ass. They, <laughs> right. They're a lot of fun. They, uh, they're, uh, again, a three piece power trio and, um, they just won, uh, the, uh, battle, uh, the road to point fest. So they oh, opened up point fest awesome. this year, uh, a couple weeks ago, whatever. And they, uh, they're just on to big things right now. They're, they're really working hard. They're playing blueberry Hill on June 29th. Okay. So, uh, you want to go see them Sweet, live, yeah. but, uh, yeah, just put out a brand new single called spit. That's a lot of fun, but they're just, uh, they're kind of in that, that, uh, Foo Fighters type of, uh, modern rock, you know, just like, you know, kind of, kind of stuff. Like yeah. I really dig what they're doing a lot. <clears throat> and, uh, another national act, Amanda's national. She tours all over the country doing, doing this. Uh, another one I wanted to pick from national, um, is Chris Jacobs. That's uh C R I S. Uh, he, um, just put out a record. There's a guy that's been around a while. He had a, uh, a band called bridge and, um, and then, uh, kind of started the solo project and it's, uh, it's right up my alley with my taste. It's like a mix of like blues and soul and like country and stuff. He plays some like slide cigar box guitar and stuff and. And I don't know, I just uh, really dig what he's doing. And he's got some great songwriting in there. Uh, I just saw him at Old Rock House a bit ago, and, and it was uh, it was an incredible night. So he's another one to check out. So I, those are my five that popped off the top of my head that I was like, these are this is a good example of what I'm into. Cool. Yeah, that's what I, I've, uh, I've never really heard of any of those, but I wrote them all down, so I'll definitely be checking them out. Make sure that you're out there checking them out too. Uh, when you were talking, you know, you brought up, collaborations between artists uh st louis artists that's got to be one of the coolest things about not just music but like the podcast idea that we're doing too you know we have so many cool podcasts and the st louis music scene is huge that you just don't hear about it but you hear about all these cool collaborations um whether it's on the music side or on the podcast side you know that's how we kind of got hooked up was the podcast mo and through anything but credible so it's it's really cool to see those collaborations and for you it's got to be like really cool because you know you're in that scene you have friends that maybe didn't know each other before that are kind of getting together and do collaborations. so that's got to be just a really cool scene to be a part of yeah no i mean that's like i mean you, you with the podcasting part like i've been having a ton of fun get like you know meeting you guys meeting uh the abc guys yeah. and and uh you know cerebral and uh pc bombcast i mean i've made a lot of friends like we've got introduced through podcasting and then we've all become great friends you know in real life after that so it's like that's what's been a lot of fun about this whole thing. This whole, you know, let alone I meet meet great musicians and and comedians through the show, but other podcasters, and I've been having a lot of fun. Just to, you know, it's nice to see other people that have a you know similar interest for sure. So yeah, yeah, definitely. So next question I have for you, this this is a hard one. Uh, it was def maybe it's not for you, but as I was writing these questions, I was like, man, I don't know if I could come up with five artists that I'm really into, and this one was really hard for me. Best concert you've ever been to. Yeah, I was, man, you know, like, and I hate putting best. Yeah. You know, just like, it's, it's tough. Cause yeah, it's really difficult for me. I go to a ton of shows. Sure. It's just a big part of my life. I mean, there's nights I'll hit two or three, four, whatever. I, yeah. I do a lot of jumping around. Uh, especially we used to have blue, we called a blues triangle down there by the ballpark. Uh, it was Broadway Oyster Bar, BB's and Beals, Beal on Broadway down there. And we, so I'd bounce back and forth between all three of those and watching whoever was playing down there that night and stuff. So, um, but I don't know, at best, like a couple came to mind. Sure. Uh, there's, I got to, I went to uh, Kansas city, um, a while back and I saw 
uh, JJ Gray and Mofro. Yeah, they're awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah. And Anderson East opened up the show. Okay. Who has since gone on to doing big things now, yeah. too. And so this is a couple of years back. And it was just uh, an incredible night. I was like front row and just having a blast. And it was outside, you know, oh, so yeah. it's like, it was just nice summertime. And then, uh, and then I bought, uh, old glory was the, their record out and I bought that and I, or I think I took my copy or whatever it was, but I got it all autographed. Oh, that's the whole awesome. band autographed it. Yeah. So it was really a great night. Uh, the part that wasn't so great was the, you know, three hour drive back home, but, uh, <laughs> but we had a hell of a time up there that night. And, um, so that was, uh, one that really, you know, and I'm, I'm big into singer songwriters and, uh, and Will Hogue is another one of my absolute favorite writers. And I, I mean, every, every time he comes to town, I, I go and I, I have a great time seeing him play. Um, so I, I've definitely seen him some of my favorite shows at off Broadway. Uh, so I don't know, man, I don't, there's, I don't know that I really have a, a absolute best sure. moment, but yeah. I have a ton of really, really iconic moments in my head that, um, that come to mind. So yeah, those are ones for sure. Yeah, and that's what, you know, what I was just thinking about, you know, I was going to do a music episode with you and just trying to think of questions, and I came up with that one, and it made me actually, like, you know, sit back and think, like, man, I've seen some really cool concerts, and, right. you know, I save all the ticket stubs that whenever I go to a show, I save the ticket stubs, and I, mean, I pulled out, I have a booklet my wife got me that I put them in, and I just pulled that out, and I was going through, and I was like, man, I've seen some really cool shit. Like, yeah, man. It's just, yeah. and it's, you know, it's just, music's one of those things that you just sit there, and, you know, the show could have been... 10 years ago and you sit there and think like you just think of a moment in time in that show and you're like man mm-hmm. that was awesome when that happened or so and so so yeah i can know. i can tell you stories like they happened yeah. the other day but then i realized it was like 10 years ago or something like that <laughs> and i'm like man that's weird yeah so uh another question that i had that that kind of showed up what would be give, give me like a you know whether it's uh some national places that you've been to or just like st louis space you can do both um uh, some of the coolest Maybe places that you've seen a show, you know, I know St. Louis, you know, yeah. you think of the pageant, you think of pops, you think of, uh, uh, Chuck Berry's place. I can't uh, think of Blueberry the name. Blue, yeah, yeah. You just named the Blueberry Hill. You know, those are like the three that you think of, but right. you know, outside of those places, where are some really cool places, areas to go see a show? Sure. Well, uh, Broadway Oyster Bar, I would, sure. I'd be, uh, I have to definitely give them a shout out. Uh, I work there cause I love it down there so much. So, uh, figured might as well get paid to be there <laughs> that uh but great spot great music all the time incredible food it's just uh and that some seeing some of my favorite bands playing down that's why i started wanting to be a part of it down there um i started you know going to see aaron cam and the one drops and funky butt brass band and yeah like all these, these great, guys are awesome all these bands down there and i'm just like loving it what everything was doing and especially it's open it's an open patio and it's just like there's something really special about what's happening down there on a on a friday saturday night and sure uh in you know in the summertime in st louis and just pack that patio out and have a good time yeah so um yeah definitely that spot uh off broadway if you haven't been it's one of the best uh intimate kind of uh listening rooms i mean it's it can get a little rowdy in there but uh i've seen like i said some of my favorite songwriters in there a lot of they bring in a lot of more of uh folk americana you know type of singer songwriter stuff like that so okay um, and, uh, yeah, it's always a great time over there. Great sound and great venue, especially getting to see some of your favorites up close and personal like that. Uh, as far as national, I, I do like to travel a lot for shows. I've, uh, if it's a good enough show, I mean, like I'll, I'll, I don't mind making the drive, uh, 
I got Blue Blue Note in Columbia. It's a great yeah. spot. I go up there a whole, a whole lot too. Uh, also being out in Wentzville, it's like you know an hour ten to Closer, Columbia, yeah. Columbia or forty five to St. Louis. So, sure. So if it depends on the show, I'll make the trip. So, uh, and then Knuckleheads in Kansas City, I yeah. mentioned like Knuckleheads is really cool because they have like three stages going. They have an indoor stage, they have the outdoor patio. It's kind of like a Fast Eddie's vibe out there. And then now they took over this old like uh, automotive garage, and they, that's why they call it the garage. And oh, it's actually awesome. still got the old you know doors that roll up on the side and all that stuff. Uh, but I just saw Lucas Nelson in there the other night, and that was my first time actually in the garage area. And I thought I was afraid that this, it was going to, wasn't going to sound right. I thought it was going to sound like we're in a garage, but they really done a great job of like, you know, making it sound awesome in there. Yeah. So, and it looks cool too. There's a giant, um, live music sign. They got all kinds of crazy stuff going on in there. And so, yeah, it's a great spot. If you ever get up towards Kansas city. Yeah. I've been up to Kansas city a couple of times. I have a lot of buddies from college that I met through there. And I've, I've, that's one of the places every time I go up there, we always talk about going to knuckleheads and I still have not been. But I think, you know, one of my, I think one of my buddies, he's a guitar player. He used to play, he just kind of does his own thing. He used to play at a, a local uh, bar by his house, but I think he actually has played Knuckleheads a couple times. So one of these days, like I said, I'm up there a couple times a year. I definitely need to make the trip to Knuckleheads because yeah, I've heard nothing but amazing things about yeah, it. Yeah. They, I mean, they always have great music coming through there all the time on the calendar. And uh, yeah, we, we scored some, uh, some barbecue up there and had yeah. a, had a great time watching Lucas Nelson. Even better part about it was they had like this, uh, so Lucas is playing Roots and Blues in Columbia, Missouri this year, and they had like a text deal. So I, I was like, I'll throw my name in the hat, see what happens. I woke up the next morning, hey, you won two tickets to see uh, to, Root, <laughs> to Roots and Blues, and I'm like, jackpot. There you so, go, yeah. Man, that was... Barbecue music and free tickets to another uh, another oh, yeah. show. You can't go wrong. Yeah, man. man. All right, so that those are the questions that I had for you. We're going to jump into you know, one of the bigger reasons that you're here. Why don't you tell the people what you have going on later this month? Uh, give us a little preview and promote away. Cool. Yeah. Well, the big one uh, is June 22nd. I'll be down at Broadway Oyster Bar celebrating five years of Rock Paper Podcast. Uh, booked a big old birthday party down there with Amanda Fish that I mentioned earlier. Oh, she'll cool. be, she'll yeah. be headlining Tony Campanella Band and Odds Lane. And uh, so Tony... Tony, you may recognize if uh, you ever been up to the, uh, they do a Stevie Ray Vaughan tribute at the pageant every year. Okay. So he's, uh, he plays there and it was part of that show and he's kind of right in that kind of wheelhouse of like that uh, kind of blues rock sound too. Like yeah. he's a, a hell of a guitar player, been playing St. Louis for about 25 years and uh, just recently put out his, sold out the duck room, putting out his debut record called Taking It to the Street. Uh, so check that out wherever you're getting music and, uh, odds lane also June 7th, they're dropping a brand new album. So it's going to be cool that both those guys have, uh, new records out and stuff. And Amanda just won the award. So yeah, just a lot of cool stuff happening right at the, right, right at the same time here. And, uh, they're going to be a part of the birthday party and, uh, also have Jessica Hitchcock there. Good, good friend of mine now. And she'll be doing some live art throughout the evening. Okay. So cool. I forget if we're going to like auction it or do how we're going to end up doing that. But somehow somebody's going to go home with some a one of a kind original artwork at the end of the night. So that's going to be really cool yeah. too. Yeah, that is cool. So, and of course, like I said before, uh, amazing food and drinks all night long. So if you haven't been down to Oyster Bar, I would highly encourage you to come down 
that night. And yeah, check it out. yeah, it's a hell of a time to make your first uh, your first time down there. Yeah. I, I have I've not been, but uh, I'm definitely clearing the calendar for that that day. Um, so that's the birthday party. You know, do you go ahead and promote your uh, what you got going on podcast wise? What do you got coming up? Coming down the lane? Yeah. Where people can find you? Yeah, well, I got another big party. Big one. I don't know. Oh yeah, on June 11th. Okay, we're doing. Uh, this is one year of my singer songwriter storytelling showcase. I've been doing this a monthly show out at uh, Naked Vine in Chesterfield, Missouri, and this is more uh, of me trying to give back to my my singer songwriter friends. And I I've, I love this type of setting where just you know them sitting on stools with guitars, telling the stories behind all these songs. Yeah. I do a lot of that on my show whenever I get a chance when they're playing live. So uh, I started doing this showcase again uh, just over a year ago, and this is a uh, this little feature June eleventh, Susie. Bacino and Michael Eisenbys, uh, their group is called Find a Drive. And then Dustin Brown and Michael Flynn of Waiting for Flynn. So we're doing four riders that night. Usually it's typically three. We're going to do four as a celebration, make it a little bit bigger blowout. And uh, we're also going to have some gourmet grilled cheese from uh, Matt uh, Glickert, I believe is his last name. And he just won Sauce Magazine's Chef of the Year. So that's, oh, really, that's, yeah. so that's really cool too. So he'll be out there uh, grilling up on the patio. And, nice. and so it's going to be a fun night. I'm gonna, so I do that every second Tuesday. So if you can't make the 11th, join us uh, yeah. the, the next second Tuesday. Yeah, cool. So yeah, you know, you come out, listen to some, uh, how people come up with their songs and eat some gourmet grilled cheese. Yeah, Doesn't sound you can go yeah, wrong with that. Right. Uh, so, you know, you're 721 episodes in. Where can people find you? Uh, social media. Sure. Where can you download the Rock Paper Podcast? Yeah, I'm all over uh, all of it. It's all me. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, it's all Rock Paper Podcast. Uh, if you want to read my personal page is Shane Presley. I'm, I'm, I'm open. I'm public to everything, whatever you want to you follow me to. Um, I, do, uh, I do put a list out. I usually put it through my personal page of a list of shows in town every night. Or just about every night, um, but I share it to the podcast page too. So, either way, but uh, you can find the show on wherever uh, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, wherever you're listening to, to uh, going off topic. And um, but yeah, check it out. There's like I said, there's a there's a little bit of everything on there. Yeah, as far, like as my I have uh, my music taste. Like I kind of gave you an idea, an insight to what I listen to, but. The shows all the I represent everything on there. I mean, there's from like I said the the heaviest to the you know open mic people touring the world. I mean, there's a there, there's a wide range of people on there. Yeah, um, couple. Uh, I had a, I mean I've got to talk to some really cool people throughout the years. Uh, all the guys of the Urge, yeah, which is you know, one of my absolute favorite bands. Uh, Devin Allman and du- uh, Dwayne Betts, who are now touring around the country together. Uh, both their fathers were in the Almond Brothers band, so that's uh, that was a real treat for me to get to sit and talk with those two guys. Uh, yeah, there's uh, a whole bunch of them on there, so check it all out. Yeah, make sure to check that out. Uh, you heard them, you know. Make sure you check out the Rock River Podcast everywhere you get your podcast, and head out to the Broadway Oyster Bar on June 22nd for the fifth birthday show. Uh, the man's done 721 episodes. It's going to be an awesome night with some good artists, and I think that's that's going to wrap us up here. So uh, make sure to check out. Check out the Going Off Topic podcast, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're on all the social media. Shoot us an email for ideas or, you know, just to talk. We're always looking for people just to talk to. Hit us up at goingofftopicpod at gmail.com. That's goingofftopicpod at gmail.com. 
Wherever you're listening to us right now, make sure to hit that subscribe button. Leave us a rating and review. That really helps us out. Let's us know what we're doing well, where we can improve. Uh, make sure to check out anythingbutcredible.com. You can get all the going off topic blog, all the going off topic podcast, all the anything but credible network podcast, and all of the going off topic blogs. Just dropped a new one last week, the Vince Vaughn Universe. It's, it's maybe one of my favorite things I've written. Uh, it was a lot of fun, got a lot of good feedback on that. So make sure to check it out. Check out Podcast Mo. You can get all of the Missouri based podcasts in one area. Missouri's doing it big. Uh, stop missing out oh yeah make sure to uh, shout out to Vizard Beats you know the guy that we got the intro and outro groove and as always keep it off topic <laughs>